Marco, do you like Brandon Montour? <laughs> so you can do do you want me to do the intro i'm, I'm joking of course oh no, no I, I can do it i just didn't know if you got the permission oh yeah oh yeah we've been recording oh well son of a bitch yeah oh it says recorder right in the corner right there, right <laughs> <laughs> all right let me take a second we're, we're in rare form today very rusty <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blade. I am your co-host, Chad Dedeminisus, and this week I'm joined by only one of my co-hosts, Anthony Chandra. Anthony, what is going on with you? Oh, just enjoying the quarantine lifestyle. Um, as, as everyone on Twitter knows, I, I buzzed off the best part of my personality. Um, it's growing <laughs> back. It's growing back. But, that. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it, so COVID cuts. Um, are, are definitely a thing now. Uh, half half the people I work with have them. They, they just yeah, they also cuts. punted. Yeah, COVID cuts. Um, but no, doing good. I've watched Frozen two six hundred and forty seven times. I can oh, wow. probably quote it from Impressive. memory. Um, nice. Yeah, it's dope. But uh, no, golf, all good stuff. All good stuff. How about you, bud? Not too bad. You know, it's living living the COVID dream. You could say, but really quick, those wondering. We're, we didn't um, decide Bill can't be our friend anymore. He we didn't. Um, <laughs> he uh, actually, him and his uh, lovely wife had their daughter. Uh, I think like two weeks ago now, three weeks ago. I don't even know what day it is. I don't. Really, I think it's April. Anyways, a couple weeks ago they had their daughter, so he is on maternity leave here for the time being. Um, I don't know. Whenever we do another podcast in the next week to seven months or something, <laughs> he'll probably be back. On. But uh, but yeah, but me, I, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, I mean you're in a you're in a different world than I am. I guess. I mean, you have to actually work, so I feel bad for you. I mean, lo- losing a job is never ideal, but you know it, it, that the nice part of it is I don't have any responsibility at this point besides raising two kids. So, for you, know, and have to raise your kids, and then you also have to work too and deal with the virus. So, really, I kind of feel bad for your lifestyle, to be honest. Ah, that's okay. There's way more <laughs> stuff to feel bad about. I mean, I guess if I was you, I guess if I was in your situation, I'd buzz my hair too. So that kind of yeah, yeah. It's 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 really just a show of solidarity with my alter ego that's just kind of like pouring out of me through insanity. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh, uh, but uh, no, I'm actually. It's funny. I'm working from home now, starting this uh, end of last weekend. Um, what I've had to start doing is because my my daughter is absolutely obsessed with me, which is adorable and I love it. Uh, right. If, if she, yeah, whenever she knows I'm home, she's just following me around, right? And 
she'll, if I close my office door, she'll just stand at it and knock, you know, like that. <laughs> right. So I actually, I'm not even, this isn't even a joke. I dress like half business cash and give her a kiss goodbye, open and close the front door and sneak upstairs. So she thinks I'm at work. Um, so that's <laughs> deceiving a two-year-old has actually been the most complicated part of my day. <laughs> Uh, that's good. I mean, it's. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> okay, here's a real question. Yeah. Do you think that if you didn't dress half business casual, she'd be, she would she would call bullshit on you? Like, no, nah, you're not going to work. Like, she, yeah, she's right, a, upstairs. She's a pretty smart kid. Because <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't want to take the risk because then she's onto the game, right? <laughs> if you do it half-ass the first time, they catch on. <laughs> that's a good point. Their kids are pretty witty. They can, you know. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, she started calling me by my first name, which she's heard like three times ever. So that's pretty sweet. <laughs> but yeah, they catch on quick. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. Thing. I mean, it, it's you know the same stuff around here. It's you go so crazy sometimes. You know, it's uh, it, it's crazy. You know, it's. I mean, I, I had Tiger King for a few nights. You know, that kind of got me through <laughs> it. But uh, um, it, it's hard sometimes to find things to watch on TV, things to do to occupy your time. I mean, it's kind of nice that it's getting warmer out so you know i was outside today got the patio furniture out so it's gonna be being nice for the next few days so that's kind of helpful at least get in your backyard or get outside but it's a crazy world man you know it, it's it's wild right now and finding things on tv to watch just watch or occupy yourself with and i, I will say I'm, I'm almost completely through watching the marvel series in chronological order so i'm, I'm pretty happy wow. with that I'm a, i just finished civil war last night so you know, I'm, I'm I'm getting near the end of the list here. So quite a few movies to go through. The, the long movies to go through. I have to go through Infinity War and Endgame, and so there's still there's still a hike ahead of me. But uh, but yeah, that's kind of what I'm. And then now what I'll do after that is I'll start the Star Wars movies in chronological order because um, the Rise of Skywalker is out now, so now I can kind of hit that whole mm. series. So that, that that's what I'm looking forward to these days, Anthony. That's kind of my that's kind of my thing, you know. <laughs> I, I get, so when I'm, and, and this kind of all started, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I lived uh, alone my first year of college and you, you, you develop habits, right? When you live an entire year by yourself and habitually when I'm like hunkered down, I get addicted to a thing, yeah. right? And my wife has never experienced this, obviously, because we've never been quarantined or confined, I should say, to our home. (laughs) Um, So first I started playing my saxophone and then it needed repairs and there's no repair shops open. I was wondering where the saxophone videos went. (laughs) Yep, not great. The the cork on the neck piece just completely came off. I'm like, sweet. Listen, breaking injuries, people listen to the podcast, we find out what happened to the videos. Yes, yes, that is what happened. My, my, uh, My saxophone is in need of repairs. I'm incapable of doing it myself and everything is closed uh and so my younger brother he actually texted me he's like dude you gotta get on mario kart the app i'm like what and that's all i've been doing there's a mario kart app yeah and it's really fun actually and it's it's good it's a good app but it's not something a 29 year old should be like consuming (laughs) a lot of time with and so like i try it was funny too because like my my wife and daughter they go to bed much earlier than me just because i'm you know habitually nocturnal and yeah same I, I i tried like playing video games like on ps4 and i noticed mm-hmm. i definitely suck at them now 
they were much, much easier uh, when I was in high school. When you were an old man, you had your, your hand-eye coordination down? Well, yeah, and also, like, the controls were, <laughs> were like, X to pass, square to shoot, and triangle to hit. Now, yeah. like, you got to flick the thing at a certain angle, and, like, I sound old. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I sound older as I keep yeah, explaining this. buttons now to play this game. What is this joystick? Oh, wow. <laughs> no. But I played a game of on, like, pro mode, which is, like, the second easiest mode. I played a game of NBA 2K20, and I lost, like, 100 to 59 to, like, the Phoenix Suns. I'm just like, okay, so, like, this isn't my thing, obviously. Obviously, um, but yeah, I started playing the old Bounty Hunter game, uh, which is like a PS2 game that you can get for yeah. PS4. So I, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed that. I'm still good at that. The controls were apparently rudimentary <laughs> enough for me to understand. Got to hit X to shoot. <laughs> yep, that's that's really it. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I wanted to play Skyrim, but because I want to be a good dad, I knew that shouldn't happen because <laughs> I would definitely get reimmersed in that universe. Yeah. Um, but no, what's actually cool, and you know, all joking aside, I've actually uh, had the opportunity, like no sports on TV, you know, nothing, not as much, you know, condensed stuff to really cover. Uh, I've definitely been able to like spend every waking moment with the kid that I'm not working. And that, that, that sounds like a nightmare to some people, I know. But uh, for me, it's really cool because she's like at a stage where every time she wakes up, it's like she knows new words and like can contextualize yeah. new things, which is really <coughs> freaking awesome to see. Uh, so that's been cool. Um, you know, we've been, like you said, we've been playing outside a lot because um, that's really all you can do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, my my wife has gone insane. Just she's not a handy woman. And she listen uh, to the podcast because that might make it worse. Ab- absolutely fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> no, never, never one time. Um, that's why this is a safe place, Chad. <laughs> your safe place. Now she's got a Twitter, and everyone's going to Twitter her. Account, so you're yeah, done, you're, right? You're yeah, done I'm toast now. To yeah. Um, <laughs> But so, so she's neither of us are particularly handy, but like she keeps t- attacking these home projects. Like I'll come downstairs and like just the place is in disarray. She's like, 10 more minutes. I got this covered. There's a it's hole like, in the wall. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. But uh, yeah, how's, how's your wife doing? I know, I know with the with the baby, it's obviously got to be a little yeah, bit of a good. I mean, the surprising part is, um, as I said this towards today, when we were sitting outside is. Um, you know, I mean, we've been together for 16 years, maybe now. Um, so it's been a while. We easily um, get frustrated with each other, to say, I guess we'll put it mildly. Um, sure. Just the way it kind of goes sometimes. But surprisingly, um, we've actually got along really well the last, like, month or so. So it's, we don't know what it is. And I don't know, maybe it's the coronavirus bonding us. But, um, mm. yeah, it, it's been pleasant in the house that's, that's a, a good thing that's actually a, right. a deviation yeah. from the norm because in exactly. wuhan the divorce rate apparently went up like quite a bit <laughs> i mean from, it's, from it's not surprising though right i mean if you're no. like you know if you're not around your significant other a lot like working and then like you're stuck with them and you're like eh, like, <laughs> like like listen to me anyone in, uh, who's been in a relationship more than 10 years who says i'd like to spend every waking moment with that person is full of shit man uh-huh. like like uh, you love them, obviously. You want to spend a lot of time with them, but like you need space. Right. And like the great thing is, like, I set it, I set the bar like right away at our relationship. She knows I'm kind of a lunatic, but like in the in a in a good way, not in like a you know, the guy from the shining way, but like I'm just I'm kind of <laughs> Like she knows I'm like a real like kind of space cadet sometimes. And like, I just kind of get distracted. And so she's very tolerant of that behavior. And so it's not like, 
it's not like she's recognizing anything new about me, you know, in this, in this situation, like, oh, wow, he's, he's kind of distant sometimes. It's like, yeah, no, that was well established. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm often elsewhere, but you know, uh, it, yeah, but I could totally see how that would be like, hey, I kind of like you less. <laughs> <laughs> someone could do. That. I can see how someone could arrive yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so and and now because our trip to Iceland is likely going to get canceled, I would think. Yeah, and yeah, because passports are have been like suspended indefinitely. Yeah, uh, she's she's now like pressuring about baby number two. I'm like, mm, that trip was like my <laughs> one thing. Like, oh, man, you can't be six months pregnant when we're hiking <laughs> the hills of Iceland. So you should have said what I did and be smart and had a kid before coronavirus, and then they're like, oh, we already got two. I guess we're done. So. Is that how that works? <laughs> I should have I should have ended, created the pain sooner for myself. <laughs> I don't know if I follow that logic. I mean, I'm just saying because I didn't got to worry about it, right? I don't know. I mean, there's... I'd find something new to worry about. You know, we'll, we'll keep it PG-13, but there's nothing wrong with trying to have a kid either. You know I mean? There's, oh, there's, it's not the process I'm concerned about, Chad. <laughs> it's, the, it's the end product. <laughs> it's what comes in nine months, right? It's the goddamn result, man. <laughs> I'm really nervous. <laughs> oh God! Can we get on a new topic? We're really well. I guess we can because, like, yeah. we're—I don't know how far we're. Let's talk podcast. about Brandon Bureau or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, we have, I haven't mentioned that you know I created a website last week. I guess that's hey. kind of good, right. Yeah, yeah. So we can't get into too much detail because, out of good conscience, this is a badly podcast, and we really shouldn't do that. But quickly mention, expected Buffalo. You and I knew little. Thing we're doing new website buffalo sabers hockey analytics website so we have some articles up there it'll be eventually be subscription based but for now it's free because the world is a wild and crazy place and who knows when we'll have any real hot cups to talk about anytime soon but but yeah that's um it's exciting so what i'm sitting over here saying i haven't done much of anything i guess i should mention that i spent two weeks building a website because that happened yeah it's cool it's real cool it is cool i'm, I'm, I'm stoked it's about it cool yeah. thing the colors are nice, red and black. I, I did yeah. that on purpose to the old Sabres. A mix of nostalgia and the future. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Right. Nerds and nostalgia, pretty much. is what we're Nerds doing. and nostalgia. Why didn't we name it that? <laughs> we should have. We should have. <laughs> Where were you? Where was that idea on naming? <laughs> no, no, right? Damn it. <laughs> uh, the edge of the blade? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll rebrand in a year. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so um, I don't know. I guess this is a hockey podcast. I guess maybe we should try to talk a little bit about hockey. I don't. Know. I mean, Sabres wise, I, I don't. I don't know. Brandon Bureau and didn't they sign some other guy too from somewhere? Yep. Ask me his name. What's his name? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot. <laughs> uh, Bureau was the Penn State guy, right? Yeah. Who the hell's the other guy they got? I'm really going to Google this on the podcast. I have no yep, idea. Same-sies. <laughs> DPHO. That's right. That's who it was. Yeah. That's to cool, a 17-year yeah. contract. No, that's the other DPHO. I'm sorry. <laughs> was it 17? Was it something like 17 years or 15? Something it was 15, I feel like, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I got to love that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about either of those guys. I don't know. Well, DiPietro played with uh, Samuelson at Western Michigan. He's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, good for him. No, but yeah, Matias Samuelson got a contract. So that's or as Kevin calls it, West Tadpole State University. <laughs> <laughs> I can't look at the Western Michigan logo without thinking about that. <laughs> Actually, really good. I forgot about that. 
But yeah, um, so I don't know. Those two guys, whatever. They'll probably be AHL guys, I'm sure. Um, Samuelson's mm-hmm. kind of interesting. I, you know, I, I, I would have let him stay in college, but sure, whatever. I, I don't know. I'm not too high. And you know, most of you people who follow me on Twitter probably know that it's, yeah, not a, I, I think he's in a struggle in the AHL, to be honest, with the speed. You know, I think he kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, so glimpses of struggling with that in little juniors and a little bit in college. So, I don't know. We'll see how that goes in the AHL. Um, as long as he hits. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, give him credit. He's, he's, he's got a good hockey IQ, so maybe that'll kind of, you know, overcome some of the other things. But uh, I don't know. I just, I just think there's struggles ahead for him. But I'm prepared yeah, to be I mean, wrong. We'll see, you know. Yeah, I'll be straightforward. I mean, I, I on the prospect stuff, I, I kind of defer to, you know, guys like you and Kev and, and, and Chris Baker uh-huh. just because I, I'm not – you know what I mean? I'm not as dialed in on that. I, I know yep. that, um, and I haven't, I haven't seen a ton of Samuelson. Obviously, I've seen him, you know, on on you know, na- like nationally televised stuff. You know, what I mean, like ju- junior tournaments, and and you know, what I mean, things things of that nature. But not, you know, I don't watch any Western Michigan games. I'll be yeah. completely frank with you, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't even know where I'd find them. <laughs> ESPN uh, Plus, maybe. I was gonna say maybe ESPN Plus yeah, has them for Brown. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, but but I mean, yeah, I, I, the consensus seems to be that he's going to struggle with the speed and that that seems right i mean he's kind of a he seemed to be not the fleetest of foot at the junior level you know what i mean so that yeah. i mean that doesn't get better usually uh so we'll see whatever i mean yeah he, he's he's whatever but uh the one thing that, that's that's i guess the the question we've gotten the most i think though from from people and i think it's just this like weird corona uh induced anxiety about it is did this just save jason Bottrell's job <laughs> right and i want to say no but i i actually think it might have i i think it the longer the the longer this goes i, I think it's going to to be honest it's yep and, and it's not and to be honest i can't really blame the saber sport because like right now you really <laughs> you can't like I, you can't like conduct a GM search right now. I mean, you can't look for a whole staff right now. You really, you're just so un- much uncertainty. Like you don't know the season's yeah. going to begin. Like you don't know when the off season's going to begin. Yeah. If they play games, then that's going to be like what a two month off season, and you can't fire your general manager and hire a new one. And then like, all right, here you go, two months go. Like, you know, it's. I'll tell you what though. I don't. I don't know what. So I think of it this way, right? So when Botterill came on that first draft, because he had a very, very expedited first off season uh, because of Pittsburgh's deep playoff run. You know what I mean? He was the yeah. Last I mean, I, but I wonder how expedited it was. Like how how long did he know he had the job for? And well, kind the, of well that's that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting at. If, yeah. if you have if you have a guy in mind, you know what I mean. If, if yeah. you want to go that route, you can you can start telling you know what I mean him like, hey, you might want to start. You know what I mean? Or to straight up tell him, hey, you have the job when you're done right. with Pittsburgh, right? Right. Yeah, but no, you're right. I mean, it's I'd be, and and it's not like the the Sabers are an organization known for their ballsy tactics. So it's you know, <laughs> exactly. yeah, it, it would be very off color for them to to fire him in a normal off season. But they didn't uh, need that much time to sign Benoit Pouliot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I mean, I, I I think the longer this goes, that that's the likely outcome. Which cool. You know what are you, what are you gonna do? I mean, it's you, know, you could say, well, why can't they fire the fire him and right now and do a GM search? And I'll say, I mean, they could, but you know, look at the New Jersey Devils. They've been without a GM technique for how long now, and they haven't hired anybody right now. One of things going on. It's just so many teams just don't know. I mean, there's the yeah. 
other, if you want to talk to other people, they're under contract still. Like, they don't know when the season's going to end. Like, they can't really, you know, just, just mm-hmm. coordinating all that. It's really – it's tough. So, yeah, I mean, and, you know, it's not <laughs> it's not what I want to see happen. Um, but, unfortunately, I think that's kind of what they're going to be shoehorned into. And it's going to be tough because, you know, we talked about so many times how important of an offseason this is going to be coming up. And, you know, if, if they're basically – essentially force into keeping him on, let him do that job and he fails at it, then we've we've talked about the repercussions of that situation. So that'll that that could that could turn ugly pretty fast, that that's for sure. Yeah. Yep. One hundred percent. Any uh since I mean we had a guy out there in the uh rumor world if you want in the last twenty four hours. Any any Dylan Strom interest on your part? Sure. Yeah, I mean, you you actually wrote an article uh, about him. I did. Ago. Yeah, and like six uh, years ago, I think, or so, like two months ago, or two weeks yeah, ago. Whatever. I don't know. Time, time, time in the past. <laughs> time is a false construct. <laughs> Reality is a lie. But uh, yeah, no, I, I actually, you know, when we had been talking about him, uh, you know, we we obviously got a group chat with you, me, Kevin, and yep. a couple others, right? And when, when his name was kind of bounced around during the season, when games were actually still being played, uh, yeah. I, I was not against it, but, you know, very much like for the right price, you know what I mean? And, and that's the right. case with it. I mean, like, I think oh, like the God. instigator talking about a first round, like the, your first that's, round pick for him, like, get out of here. Like, no, yeah, hell no. But, <laughs> not a but, but, you know, if, if the deal is right, sure. I'm not opposed to him, but I, actually after reading your article um, and kind of doing a little, you know, my own research as well, I, I do like that idea. And that, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've actually done a pretty good job, I think, in, in my spare time of, of just kind of watching random hockey games that are that are on ESPN Plus on demand, and uh-huh. I'll just pick random ones. And he's he's actually been one of the guys I've been looking at uh, a little bit where I could find his games. You know, what I mean, just to yeah, right. really yes. hone in on him. And yeah, no, I I do like that idea. Um, they they need a freaking center. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> or two, maybe. <laughs> or, or, yeah, several. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm all for it. I mean. You've you've got you can't go into next season doing what you did again on the second line. You know what I mean? It's, you got to do something. You can't be Mark Johansson again, right? Yeah, I'm just I'm not super positive what you would be giving Chicago though. Let's do this because sure. this can get into a fun conversation. So let's okay. we've, we've gone a long time here. So let's let's get our break in now. So let's okay. get our break in, and then we'll come back and we'll. I think that's kind of a lot of things we could spin off of that. We can. Talk about other guys maybe should be traded into other fun ideas, and we can just basically the kind of the way I talked for this this podcast started is we really had no plan coming in here, and maybe the beginning of this podcast kind of gave you an indication of that. We really had no plan going in here <laughs> that we were just going to kind of spitball and see how this turned out. So I, I think we're doing pretty good so far, but uh, great. But we'll, we'll 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 keep spitballing in the second half of the podcast here. So we'll get in we'll get a break in here. Um, so you are listening to. Uh, Beyond the Blade on the SB Nation Podcast Network, and we'll be back with you in 30 seconds. All right, welcome back. So let's pick up the conversation. So Dylan Strom, uh, interesting idea. We're both on the same page. Uh, definitely not trading your first-round pick this year for him. Um, that's kind of nuts. I mean, it, 
it looks what the kids are like six to nine or seven to nine yeah, or not, something not like this that, draft, right? Man. That, yeah, like forward talent. No way. Yeah, exactly. There's no need to do that until Jason Battle drafts a defensive. Oh, <laughs> let's not let's not go on that horror show. Um, <laughs> back to Strom. So I think that's I think that that's the kind of it, it's hard because what did Freeman say? Like, like the cost isn't prohibitive either. So like. Is Chicago undervaluing him? You know what I mean? Like, do they not really want that much? So it's not like they have a track record of that. <laughs> oh, <Yoki Haru> <laughs> that kind of scares me though. Like, is there, there going to jam be like, no, I'm not trading with you again? Like, get out of here. Like, yeah, we got killed. <laughs> but really, I mean, it's, I, would you put, do Casey Middlestat? Like, yes. One for one? Like, does that yes. get it done? No, it doesn't get. It. I don't. I don't think that would get it done personally. But if that's their, if that's their ask, if they called tomorrow and 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 proposed that you you. So what if it's like middle three, but middle stat in a second? Mm, oh, and I don't care about. And this is where people get get fussy, right? Because they'll they'll come at you with, well, second round pick has like a two percent chance of. Listen, it's not about what the player becomes. It's about what else a second round pick can be. You know what I mean? Used yeah. for acquisition right. wise. Yep. That's it's that's my itself. apprehension. Exactly. It, it, the, listen to me. Draft picks are are probably the most overvalued commodity yeah. on the trade market. And so, especially you don't have a third round pick for the next six years it, too. Like you, <laughs> right, right. And so that would that might give me a little pause. That might give me a little pause. I, I, I if I can if I can part with. A, an actual asset we have in hand, you know what I mean, like a, like a current yeah. asset instead of a draft pick. I, I would I would prefer that. But if if they called me tomorrow and asked for like, I know I know I'm gonna get heat for this. They asked for uh, like Middlestat and Ryan Johnson. I'd probably do it. Oh yeah, yeah I'd, I'd probably do it. Do it. Yeah. I know people still like him and want him to be good, but I'd do it. <sighs> what about it? <laughs> Kevin had a funny thing about this how, with Ryan Johnson. I forget what he said exactly, but it's something along the lines of like, don't worry, after, after he's hemmed in his end for like five minutes, he'll be able to skate it out or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, like Middlestad and Matias Samuelson. Like, okay, fine, let's do that. Or, yep. Um, do you think we're, trying to think, we're trying to think of decent prospects for like, and uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> William Moore's a crew. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean there's. There's Davidson, you know, maybe that they have oh, something yeah. there. You know, if, How if, old is Davidson at this point? 21. Yeah, he's getting to that time where, like, he's got to be something. like now. Yeah, well, he, I think he had, I mean, he had a disappointing year again this he year, did. I think, yeah. with uh, the new team. I'm, I'm not going to... Everyone, everyone always throws Davidson. I can't even in say his... how to say that name, but that's, he's with that team. Vesha. Vesha, that's it. Yeah. And I'll never forget it because Patrick Bexel completely roasted me on the yeah. podcast when I said Fox <laughs> Joe and he just burst out laughing. <laughs> yeah, well, your English is better than my Swedish, Patrick. <laughs> the surprise of no one. But <laughs> but he like he was with one of the best no the best coaches yeah. in the SHL over there and this didn't again, it didn't. I'm looking at his numbers now. They have what? He was Seven goals, thirteen points in thirty-one games. Right. And that's just not good enough, you know. And well, he's ever he's everyone's favorite throwing, and I always kind of like laugh when I see it. It's like, what is his value? You know what I mean? Like, what what is yeah. what was he, he was a what third or fourth round pick, or maybe he was a second second round pick. Mixed up. Well, the um, second okay. round pick in twenty seventeen. Great, thirty um, seventh so, so, overall. Okay, so maybe there's some pedigree there. That's right. That's right. The thing is, like, but, the funny thing is, it, it, if you look at it, like the 
prospects, fancy stats, love Davidson still. They still like him a lot. Really? Yeah. So that's the, that's I think you'd like be better off trying to – and I don't think he's extremely valuable by any means either, but if you're looking for that type of throw-in, Rasmus Asplund might be your better bet there. Honestly, yeah. I was kind of disappointed in what Asplund didn't give you. Yeah, he – st- I'll tell you what, he started very nice. Like his first six seven games were, were yeah. really, really good, and then yep. he just – he, yeah, he got disappeared and Both and this is and by the way this isn't a knock on Lazar but he after that point he got routinely outplayed by Lazar you know what I mean yeah. it was like yep. he was supposed to be the guy to kind of take that spot and send Lazar yep. back down and man he did not do that at all nope but yeah I mean it's you know there's I mean there's if you want and you know I I wouldn't do it because I'm a huge fan of him there's, there's laxin too right you know, that, that that's out there so um yeah, I, I mean, wonder, I wonder how, I mean, there's Picard if you want to even go there too. Maybe yeah. some team looks at his junior numbers and thinks he can be more than the bottom six forward. So yeah, the thing I worry about on uh, um, you know trading Laxon, and I wonder how many teams are actually aware of not not like aware of him. Like I'm sure they know he exists, but like aware of like how good he could actually be. You know what I mean? Because well, he, I, he I think was, his World Juniors last year kind of put him on the map. Okay, fair enough. You know, with, with how well he played with Finland and, you know, going to the gold, winning a gold medal, basically. Fair enough. So I think that kind of put him on the map. But this year, you know, he's he's been down, you know, injuries yeah. um, kind of hurt his year. A uh, little bit of a step back for him, but I don't know. I'm kind of curious they do with him. You know, they gave Samuelson that contract. You know, is, is Laxon going to get one here? I mean, he has one year left on his deal um with Ives over in, in Liga so that they mm-hmm. couldn't leave him there. Um Ives is becoming the minor league affiliate um in Liga, the Buffalo Sabres now with Laxon and mm. Rusalain and, and um Suomi now. Um I'll tell you what, there's another guy and I want I want him to be a Sabre, don't get me wrong, but Rusalainen he could he might be able to get you something. I mean he was he's really good over there. Yeah, I mean, he, do I want to trade him or do I want to no, see how I, he looks on my team? You know I, what I mean? I don't, but I, if, if if there's a GM out well, there that really to likes it, him, right. yeah, I'll, I'll take an NHL-ready player. I'm not going to cry over it, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. I yeah, like I, I really, really want to see him next year. Yeah, but well, he'll, sorry, he'll spend he'll the next three in Rochester. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please welcome 2024 rookie. Same, thing with, same thing with Suomi when they sign him eventually. You know, he'll uh, – <laughs> 24 years old, two yeah. years starting the AHL. I don't know. <sighs> but yeah, that's the kind of down thing of a prospect pool. And then it kind of gets, you know, the thing that maybe makes Middlestad expendable is, you know, Cousins, arrival, yeah. which assuming is coming. I just, I just can't see how you send that kid back to juniors. I mean, you can't. Realistically, probably his best place is, is Rochester, but you can't do it. The CHL agreement, he can't go there. It's either juniors or the NHL at this point. So. And that just re-increases or, or I guess fortifies the urgency for a number two center this summer, man. It's like, you right. can't, you can't make re- that mistake yeah, exactly. again. You just exactly. can't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if, if, if they're of the mindset that that, that was a case, like strictly a Casey Middlestat problem, I'm going to throw up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that can't, <laughs> under no circumstance can that be the, can that be the solution for center? And I'm afraid that it could be, you know, that's, I don't know. Really? I mean, there's so what, much. What would give you that idea? <laughs> there's so much this summer. Or off, I keep saying off season because really it might not even be summer. It could be like September for the off season. So I've tried to, I've tried to recraft my words in articles where I'm not saying summer. I'm saying off season because mm-hmm. who the hell knows when that'll be? But you know, there's 
there's so many things that I wonder get altered from what's happening now. I mean, it's if the cap is not really going to go up or it's going to stay flat, um, what do some players do? Like, does Taylor Hall take a one-year contract to go somewhere and prove it and then wait to cash it when the cap goes up? By the way, I would I would be all in on that. On a one-year deal, yes, yes. with Hall. I'm not going to be on that. No. Anything on that, not a chance. Nope, me neither. Uh, a one-year deal for Taylor Hall? Yes. Same thing. It's like a guy like Sam Reinhart. Just say, hey, I'll just go to arbitration. Just give me a one-year deal, and we'll do this again next year. Yep. Because same thing. You know, you just we'll, we'll wait for the cap to go up, and then I'll cash in. Yep. You know, so it's – maybe as you wrote about today, maybe that helps with Brandon Montour, and you <laughs> – Jason Bauer will save from himself and Montour yeah. doesn't want that long-term contract. And The funny thing is, that wasn't meant, it, it wasn't really meant to be a scathing review of Montour. It kind of turned into that a little bit, but <laughs> it's it's just when you, when you saw that evolving hockey projection, it's just like you can't pay him that. You cannot give him that contract. It's it's beyond unjustifiable. For those who, who didn't read it, I guess I'll, I'll spoil it a little bit. Evolving hockey had him project, pegged it like, I think it was 4.84 million for three years. And like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah just, Cause in every demonstrable way, and this is the comparable I used for, for age reasons and, you know, arbitration eligible recent history, Will Butcher is better in every imaginable way. And he's yeah. making 3.77. Like you, you can't do it. You just can't. Just go to arbitration then. Go to arbitrate, right? If you want to do it for one year deal, get it. he he's the you want to talk about prove it candidate. He's the perfect candidate for that because he has proven nothing. He, no, he, not at all. No, I mean it, the other part of it, you know, it's funny. I'm sorry, I'm talking about Strom ideas, and now here we are on Brandon Montour, but <laughs> trade Montour for Strom. I mean, sure. Either one of them, I'll do that. And and that's what I mentioned in the article, too. Do you really think Jason Botterill is going to trade Ristolainen and Montour in the same offseason? No, it's one of the other. Nightmares trading two of those guys, both of them. No, it's one of the other, that's for sure. And he'll never never get the return for Montour what he paid, so you know he's doubling down on that mistake. Oh, yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Anyways, back to Montour. So it's, you know, I I, want to say, like, yeah, I think I've said it numerous times, maybe even on this podcast, and I've definitely written about it or put it on Twitter, is if anybody in this season who changed my mind the most on I think it was Montour. You know, I was super high on him going into the season, and now I'm like, I don't And I still don't even know what he is, to be honest. But no. I'm not as high on him as I was by any means. You know, it's, you know if you would ask me, back, ask me back in October, I would never entertain the idea of trading him. Now it's, all right, cool. And what am I going to get back? You know, that's right. kind of where I am right now. So it's... But as I was saying, the other side of it is I have to take into account well, most of the season, at least the second half of the season, he played with Ristolainen, and yeah. they made him play on the left side, which he's never done his entire career. So it's, you know, like how much should that factor in here? I think when his numbers were essentially replicated from what we saw under Carlisle and Anaheim, that I, I think I think that's enough stock for me. You know what I mean? And, but but I I will say though, and and we have this conversation about oh, pretty much every Sabres defenseman ever, if, if when used correctly though, they're not maximizing his strengths. And and you oh, exactly. know, and, and then you get into the debate of well, the debate of rather how, how much of that is really on the player. You know what I mean? Because because yeah. you know the items you listed, they're using him in an offensive zone deployment, which is not you know conducive for his skill set as his own exit envy and someone who 
uh, enters the zone, you know, assists zone entry very well, you know what I mean, on the rush yep. too. So when you've got your every single one of your defensemen firing it in from the red line and you're starting him in an offensive zone deployment, like so, what, you know, are, are we are we just kind of writing the, the story before the kid has a shot, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yep. so at the same time, though, that doesn't mean you pay him crazy money and hope that's the case, <laughs> you know. So uh, I don't know. I, I just, I don't like anything about this organization right now. It's, it's, it's messed up to say, <laughs> but like, I really I don't. Jack Eichel, so. I, mean, yeah. I, I mean, more less the players on the ice and more, <laughs> more like the organization, let's call it the front office and coaching staff. I don't yeah. like the assistant. You know, I don't like the head coach. I don't like the GM. It's just, there's, there's really nothing. I, I don't have confidence that they'll handle anything correctly. And I, I just feel like I'm wasting my breath a little bit in these articles where I'm like, well, here's theoretically what they could try, but you yeah. know, they never bleep in wills. So. Exactly. The funny part is we say, can we say these things, but the general manager's back, the coach is probably going to be back then. So is, you know, the, the, the one of the great mysteries near the Kruger is if he gets better forwards, is he going to change his system or is that his system that he's always going to, have his defenseman play right. I mean, so right. if if that's the continued system he's going to play, then maybe Montour doesn't fit this system particularly well. So, and and that all circles back to you know the the situation with Colin Miller. Is the GM communicating with the coach? Like, are they on the same page at all? No, right. I mean, that's <laughs> there's so much. I mean, we could go through a whole thing here. Like, like I mean, the, the Froelich thing, the, the Simmons, like, never getting power play right. one minutes, like, ever, after you traded for him. And but, like, how concerned is that? Well, we, have to, we have to have that conversation. Well, we can bring in these guys, but is Kruger going to use them the way the bottle <laughs> right. anticipates? It's like, well, what? He better? They better be talking he about, about this. He admits after a game he forgot about Cahoon. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Like, yeah, I mean, I almost forgot about that, but this kind of reminded me. Like, he almost literally after a game admitted, like, yeah, I kind of forgot about him. I'm just sitting over there. Jesus. I mean. But I don't. I mean, Cahoon's you know interesting guy in this. He, we'll, we'll maybe talk about him briefly, and then kind of wrap here. But you know, we don't. We really, it's a guy I often forget about that he's on, he's on the team to be honest. He didn't really play that many games. Right. He looked at the roster like RFA. He's like, oh yeah, Cahoon needs a contract too. And like, I wonder what they're going to do with him. You know, Botterill talked about being a center eventually, but you know, is he going to be a third line winger for you? And, think, and then Kruger the said, no. Kruger said, we're not doing that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, but I don't, it's what I mean though. Like, do, do they see him as a center next year? Like, are they gonna have him? Like, do they think maybe he's an answer at center next year for them? Which I don't think it's a good idea to think that. No. But is that possible? No, because then then you're basically okay. So the only way that works, and, and this is not something I'd advocate for, is if Johan Larson is not brought back, right? Because yeah. your centers are Eichel and Larson are, are your guarantees, right? Cousins, you know, you wouldn't put him on wing to start. That would be really stupid. So or if he has to be a top six man, like he can't be like a. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be against depending who your centers are. I wouldn't be against starting him on the wing. Okay, but if your centers are Marcus Johansson, Johan nice. Larson, and Curtis Lazar, like okay, yeah. this this dude's playing center. Like right. <laughs> that's what that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, unless Cahoon is your solution, then at two C, like ee, I don't know. Like I love Cahoon, don't get me wrong, but I don't think that's gonna work. It just sounds like the Bergwin thing all over again. You know what I mean? You're you're yeah. just you're you're putting the wrong guy in at two C. It, it's not that he's useless. It's just that that's not where he belongs. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, and, and if you want to argue, it's Marcus Johansson again. You know, but. I don't know. I know he's better than those two players, but you get my idea. It's just he's he's 
there there's a probably a better avenue ideally you'd, you'd have Cahoon as your you know what I mean if you're going to play him at center he'd be what third probably yeah. like in a perfect world yeah but that's just not that's just not attainable here it's just you know yeah. it doesn't make sense you're not bumping yeah. cousins to the fourth line or you're putting him on the second line and you've recreated the middle staff problem so <laughs> it's just yeah it's ugh, like everything it's a goddamn spider web with this team <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's yeah I and mean, I, I don't this it's it, it just it, i i just fear what is happening now which is which is out of their control right and that's you know it, it is what a situation but i fear that this is going to give them the out to so many things. Oh yeah. We had a truncated off season. We couldn't move Chris Lyman. We had a truncated off season. We couldn't. We re-signed VC. Trade for this player. We know. Right. We, we, you know, we, we didn't have a lot of time to talk trades about getting another center. So this is the best option we had to do. We couldn't talk trades about getting a winger. So this is the best thing we could do. You know, and it's just so bottle, right? I mean, it's you know they're gonna they're gonna use the injury excuse. Wayne Simmons is gonna get like a three year contract uh, because Bottero is still here. Like all those things are gonna happen. You so. know they talked about that because that's all Simmons talked about when he got traded here. It's all Bottero talked about. God, one of the very things we talked about yeah. is like they, I think on WGR they asked him about free agency and he's like, oh, that's one of the reasons we brought you know Simmons here to get him in early. Like, dude, what? no. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot about with Simmons. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, Zach could be happy, but I mean, you know, what? the rest no, of us could, will be pretty angry. I mean, I'll tell you what, though. If they're, if, if you're in, I I, I think Ergenson is a more useful player. But if if your plan is you're not bringing back Ergenson, you want to plug someone in cheap on that, you know what I mean? Fourth line, left wing spot. Uh, okay. Like, yeah, but fine. is Luke in better? Well, yeah, he is. But I would put I wouldn't want him on the fourth line. You would have him on the third. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. It... If it comes down to me, do I want Jesper Fast or do I want Wayne Simmons? Like this is Oh my god. Well yeah. <laughs> the thing is they're gonna cost the same price pretty much, probably. And this general manager will pay Wayne Simmons ahead of You think they'll cost the same? Probably. I mean what yeah. I mean Is Fast to... a UFA? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I think he was restricted. Okay. No, he's he's a UFA baby. He's he's been on my mind for months now. But the uh, I only have eyes for the other Jesper. <laughs> God, I, I'll take both. Bro. I mean, hey, I, I did that, you know, that, that breakdown. I got both Jespers. So, yeah, ABMT, a- who, who I know you follow, all beard, no yep. teeth. He, he was like, dude, yep. you stay away from Brat. Like, you're not <laughs> touching him. I, I feel like he's kind of he's kind of New Jersey's Sam Reinhardt a little bit. Yeah. Like, he does not get the love for how good he is, but God, he is so good. Well, he's I mean, so but I mean, fun. New Jersey was how he's scratching him. Like, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. how much of the devil do the devils think he's that good? I don't, I hope not, because I would right. love to get him for a song. Yeah, he's he is very good. Yeah, extremely good. He's he's my favorite. Like kind of, it's weird to call him under the radar because he's a former first round pick. But like that around the oh, league, like under the, the radar. Pick, but he's not a first round pick. Really? Brett was a six. Brett was a six round pick. A six round pick, I believe. What the fuck am I talking I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Blame the Corona. Um, no, but I'm gonna look it up now to make sure I'm not crazy. But I'm pretty sure he's no. That sounds that actually pick. sounds right. I think I'm totally. Remember when he burst onto the scene? But like, who the hell is this guy? And they're like, oh, it's like, yeah, 162nd overall, 2016. There's not 162 teams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> then I stand by my original point. He's that weird kind of like you know random guy who you who you just like on another team. Yeah, and we we've had we've had guys like that, right? Like, who was yeah. it last year during free agency who, who we talked about just 
ad nauseum. I can't remember who it was. Burakovsky, uh, maybe. Yep. Donskoy. Yep. Donskoy is another one. Yeah. It's just that that kind of like middle six guy who, on a different team who you're, you know, you're really gaga over for, you know. It, I, he's my guy. I, I would, man, if he's if he's available, holy cow, I, I'd be all over that. Jason yeah. Carroll likely will not be, but I would be. <laughs> Trade. Uh, uh, if it's Gerald, tell the GM, just trade him Casey. You know, here, have oh. your son and give us Pratt. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. We've got your boy. Send us one Jesper Pratt. Or we send him to Cincinnati. So we're going to we're, we're make your son play offense again next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So bad. Let me forget about that. The Sabre system was so stacked with defensemen that they had two of them playing forward in Rochester. <laughs> yeah. But oh god, don't, don't let's not talk about Rochester because then then I'm gonna start yelling at people who say he's building from the bottom up. Have patience, like it's all <laughs> veterans. What are you talking about? What future saber do you see here, sir or madam? One and, last uh, thing. I'm trying to think of one other who. Yeah, there. I mean, there's one. I mean, you got. You got like, I'm really Bryson, trying to think. Bryson. Bryson, yeah, Bryson. Exciting, you know. Yeah. Poor, I love Lukin, and I guess kind of. I guess he kind of counts, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It was a handful. Yeah. Um, it was really a handful, we'll say. Like four. Four. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That's, that's probably generous. I'm about to say, if you say legitimate possible NHL players, Asplund, Middlestat, Bryson. Bryson. You forgot, you forgot your boy Borgen. Borgen. I didn't forget him. I, I said you're going you're gonna to yell at me with Borgen. <laughs> I like Will. So if we don't count Lucan in. Yeah. Anything else beyond that? I don't think so. TJ Smith? No. No. Um, Ogilvy? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Uh, who, uh, oh, God. Who's the kid who, who played really well and, and nobody expected it? Uh, Murray. No, yeah. Not Murray, yeah. But he started well, but then he fell off yeah, a cliff. But, but he's a no. Yeah. No, no. By the way, speaking of uh, guys who should be in Rochester and never – be in the NHL so do you remember remember when I was at probably my peak snarkiest during the season and I was like you know what I'm doing it I'm buying a knockoff Dalton Dalton Smith jersey jersey. it came in it arrived (laughs) I have it now it's funny because like I'm a lot less angry now and like I don't I don't need to insult dalton smith and it cost so you're me saying seven. you have buyer's regret right now is what you're trying to say no not at all it was 17 dollars <laughs> from like a shady chinese website it's fine um but has your credit card information been stolen since then yeah it's weird <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it yeah <laughs> but uh no um but, but yeah it, it like i've got this weird package that comes in the mail and it's got a lot of letters i can't read and i'm just like what is this I'm like very reluctant to open it because I don't recognize it. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I did this when I was feeling like a jerk. Uh, good stuff. Gotta love it. Yeah. Gotta love your Dalton Smith jerseys. Dalton Smith. I read, someone you know, something makes me mad that he never, like, Botterill, like, never got his full comeuppance for that. One, one minute and 58 seconds to, like, throw one punch at, I forget who. It wasn't even Cernak. It was somebody else. No, it was uh, Shen. There you go. They didn't even like cool. They just, they just kind of like hugged each other. Yeah, they didn't really fight either. Sweet like, it was like call a, up. You definitely set the precedent and lost five to four. But you know, yeah. I mean, what do you? 
Yeah. Well, whatever. It was zero minutes of stupidity, and I hated it. And it was just someone retweeted Travis Yost today and was like, "His his tweet about this might be the most useless call up in NHL history." Just, that's my team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I can't. It's, it's the craziest thing in the entire. We started world. a website about these assholes. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing you try to like spin it as like it was more than that. Like getting a precedent. <laughs> <laughs> People like, oh my god! Is it, yeah, minute fifty eight seconds. Funny. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, <laughs> if you went to a Sabres page that includes like everybody, um, I think you. <laughs> He has like a ninety-seven percent Corsi, so I think he always goes to the top. That's so funny. And I'm like, ah, oh, Don Smith, there he is. Hey, greatest Corsi <laughs> rating in Sabres history. <laughs> I think he had like three shots, four and one against, and like that's so funny. As many as fifty-eight seconds. And he was like not even in the offensive zone when they occurred. He was like floating, <laughs> trying to like hit anyone. The best part is, is he he served more time than probably boxing actually played in the game. That's the best part. That's amazing. Because I'll never get old. I feel I feel like a. A, a jerk just like beating up Dalton Smith. Uh, it just, but it's not on. that guy's fault, right? It's I mean, not his like, good fault. for him, you know? Yeah, like cool. Yeah. I don't even want to say good for him. It's just, it's fine. It's, it, it's like, it, it, I have no problem with Dalton Smith. I have a problem with the principle of Dalton Smith. <laughs> <laughs> the general manager thought you needed him to go, to go up against the big, mean Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes, because very much known for their grinded out physical game and not the fact that they could score seven on you in any given moment. <laughs> right, right. Didn't they lose that game? Like It was like five to four. Three. It was closer than it should have been. That's right. It was. That's right. Yeah. That was right. It was a close game, but still. That was the reason. That's why they got that loser point. Because <laughs> they were scurred. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? But that was fun. You know, talk a little, uh, yeah. little hockey here. Get a little break from the monotony of coronavirus life at this point i guess you could say yeah fun. so uh i guess i'll do the little spiel here if i remember how to do it that'll, that'll be <laughs> um so make sure you're following everybody on twitter uh anthony and sounder sports myself at cmd diminishes uh bill at bill shockey the podcast at btb hockey uh make sure you write share uh comment on itunes google play spotify for the podcast um Make sure to check out Dive of the Blade for the excellent content we still have. We still are pumping out. Uh, Jason just did a really cool series on top 10 uh, players. Excuse me, position over the last 10 years. So if you didn't see that, go back and check it out because it's actually a really cool series. He did a really good job on that. Um, You ranked my man Hendrick Talinder 16th of the defenseman, which kind of stuck in my craw. But (laughs) excellent, excellent series. Very neat, kind of unique idea from him too. Right, it was good. Yeah, We have player report cards coming out. Time certainly calls for it. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Player report cards are coming up on the site too because we're uh, going out of the game and assuming the season is over. Uh, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it was over for the Sabres back in like February. But by the way, real quick, those report cards are hilarious because I always like think the op. I'm going to get the opposite reaction than what I get. Like I gave Colin Miller a C, and I was like, people are going to think this is way too harsh. And people were like, a C? He was a D minus. It's like, oh, it went the other way. I wasn't expecting that. Okay. <laughs> That happened. What are you going to do? I love it. No, that's my favorite part of it because you're never going to be right unless you get oh, exactly. Jack. Oh, exactly. Jack Eichel, A. Like, boop. Okay. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> that. That's the layup. Like, even if you even ask, or Darlene can be like a little controversial too, you know? Right. 
And I think I think it was uh, I don't want to get this wrong. I think it might have been either Melissa or Eric who who had him. I think he gave him a like, B plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and even I was like, eh, when I saw way, that too. By the way, it depend. And I say this all the time. It depends on what your grading rubric kind of is, right? If yeah. the C is met expectations, yeah, you could give him a C. You know, yeah. he didn't exceed expectations. He did what you wanted him to do. But like, he's Darlene, and you can't put a C next to his name. You know what I mean? On, yeah. on a ranking, it's just it's it's tough. That I actually do have the most fun with those because the re- I'll never like comment back and defend my letter grade because why would I do that? But I do like reading the comments and just the the out. I like just like you know get my popcorn ready on those because it's <laughs> you're gonna be wrong and it's just yeah. fun. <laughs> You gotta love it. You gotta love, gotta love the comments. Comments are awesome. People should comment more, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can be like me and argue with somebody about paying too much for your fourth line, you know, at one o'clock in the morning on Twitter because that's how I did the other night. So funny. <laughs> All right. So I think it's a wrap uh, for this one. A good conversation in a lot of different mm-hmm. ways. Really, absolutely zero organization at all. Um, it was still we, good. Though. We started. We, we funny part is, we started the second day of this podcast talking about Dylan Strom trade options, and we never landed on what we'd actually would trade for Dylan Strom. Montour, Montour, <laughs> and I don't know, and Middlestat. You can have them both. That's <laughs> uh, good. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're a little rusty. It's been a couple of weeks, and to be honest with you, I, I don't know. I, I don't, we could come back with a podcast next week. It could be two weeks. It could be three weeks. I don't know. I mean, you really got to be in a certain mood here. And luckily, Anthony and I were to kind of crack this out. So, you know, we'll see kind of where the times go here and kind of when we'll get together to pop another one out. Hopefully it won't be as long, but um, to be straightforward, I can't make any promises either. So we'll kind of see how this goes. You know, we're all kind of working through it together. So You're apologizing for like, what the fuck does anyone have to do right now anyway? <laughs> exactly, exactly. People saying, like, what better you got to do? Do a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, this took so much of your day. <laughs> Back to Tiger King. I have Marvel movies to watch. Right? I haven't got time for this. <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, yes. Yeah, so for Anthony and Chad, uh, we're out of here this week. Thanks for listening. Everybody uh, stay healthy, stay smart, um, wash your hands, listen to uh, your local governments, wherever you live. Um, be smart. Social distance. Stay home so we can kind of get back to normal life. So please stay home because that's probably the best thing to do right now. So don't go to Florida. Don't go spring break. Don't go to parties. Just stay home for a couple of weeks and watch Marvel movies. I don't know. Pick up a hobby. Learn a new language. Pick up a hobby. Try to fix Anthony's uh, saxophone. Oh, well, I don't want you here though. Cause you're home, <laughs> but you could send oh, me video you. tips. Yes. Yeah, mail me, <laughs> a, mail me a sanitized <laughs> neck piece. <laughs> Send Anthony a video of how to fix this saxophone so we can do it. There you go. All right. So we will talk to you soon-ish. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk. Usually this is the part where Bill says see ya. But I'll do it. Just, I'll Anthony will do it. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you later. See ya.